25th Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What is up, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And Laura, I'm currently trying to really create myself into a tequila person. That's my new adventure. So right now I have a margarita Ooh. in this little little mug that is from your apartment. And I'm loving every second of it. It's pretty good. I went to a farmer's market this weekend where they had this like margarita mix that was like mm-hmm. artist. I don't know how to describe it, but it was really good. And so I was like, I need good tequila. So about 1800 which I've never spent that much money on tequila ever in my life because I'm not really a tequila person. But that's what I'm sipping on right now. Laura, what are you sipping on? Are you sipping on anything? Like, what's the story over there in good old Newark, Ohio? Um, I'm back to using my gigantic water bottle. Thank God. I was worried. Like, I felt like everything in the world was not normal because you were not using your emotional support water bottle. Yeah. Um, she is a, a big part of my life again, so... I love which that. Is, we love being hydrated. Which is both annoying um, and useful, I guess. So I was talking to somebody <laughs> yesterday, and we just started talking about how, like, if you don't drink water, like, your body shuts down. And we're like, wow, it's, like, really important that we drink water. And then I realized how little water I drink on a normal basis, which is different for me. I used to drink a ton of water, but now I don't, and I don't know why. I need to get back into that moment for myself. Which counteracts a story I heard today on a podcast. Um, the guest on this show was talking about how, like, two weeks ago, he almost died. And they were like, oh, my God, what happened? And he's like, it's the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> they were like, well, what is it? He goes, I, you know, I, I think he was going someplace or he was going to go meet someone. And he just, like, started feeling really dizzy and, like, and he was like solid dizzy for like an hour. And he's like, this is weird. Like, I don't, he's like, I'm a pretty healthy guy. Like I run all this sort of bullshit. And I thought he was going to tell me that he had like a stroke or something. So he ends up going to the hospital and they check him in and they're doing all these things. Cause you know, check him out. And it turns out he was drinking too much water. How he fun. had that like he had that like weird syndrome that you only hear about when people die from a radio contest because they like drink oh. too much water and die like to win an Xbox or whatever. Um, so yeah, they were like, you are overhydrating and your body can't process it fast enough. And so the like whatever minerals are in water building up in your system and poisoning you. So. Foul. It's like nothing in life, like everything in life counteracts another thing in life. Like yes. it is quite literally the whole Newton thing where it's like every action has an equal and opposite reaction. It's like you can't like you can't get prescribed a medicine without it totally like ruining the rest of your life, but fixing the one thing that it's trying to fix. Like that's like what I don't understand about the human body and about science and about everything. It's like, how does this work? Tell me about it. As you, I won't go into details on here because it's gross, but you already know just like the mirage of bullshit that I've had to deal with over the last two months with Correct. these health issues. And just the, like some days I'm like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because the side effects are just too much. <laughs> Follow up to that. Question. It is worth it. Yeah. Living is worth it. <laughs> I was like, should I, uh, should I get down there right now? Um, well, welcome in, everybody. We are so glad that you are here. Uh, again, we're in the dog days of August, which for me as a higher education professional means that I am in both literally the dog days of August in the sense that my job is absolutely insane, but then also ironically in the dog days of August because we are getting nothing <laughs> on the hockey front in terms of our favorite team of course there's some things that affect our favorite team or or you know players from our favorite team the columbus blue jackets are are having an effect on their teams in uh the world juniors up in canada but all of that to say really slow times here so slow that i have actually begun to learn 
Venice in preparation for trying to <laughs> go go over to to Finland here in November. Uh, have I booked a plane ticket? No, um, but I have started learning Finnish, so I guess that, that makes it more real. He has. He was very excited. Um, he texted me last night um, and was just like out of the blue hey, I'm learning Finnish, and then proceeded to tell me everything that he has so far learned. And it's not a lot, In though. Finnish. It's I'm not, day, but it's, it's helpful. I'm on day four. Um, I can say, Mine uh, Olen Jeremy. I am Jeremy. My favorite thing is, like, we've talked about on the show how, like, like this, like, Finnish, like, attitude is very, like, forward. It's not very, like, bubbly or friendly. And so it's ironic because as I'm doing these Duolingo things, like everything has an exclamation point at the end. Everybody's like really happy and excited, which is ironic. But just some of the ways that like the direct translation of things from Finnish to English is like so forward. So instead of saying like, I would say like, Kukasina Olet, it'd be like, who are you? It's who are you? It's not like, oh, what's your name? Or like, <laughs> oh, like, tell me about yourself. It's like, who are you? Like, <laughs> like, like very like FBI interro- interrogation style. Correct. Who are you? What is your business here? It really truly is. And I am loving it. It's so not intuitive too. Like that's the other thing. Like if anybody has taken, you know, like Spanish or just like like words where you can like, you know, baseball is baseball. It's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I read that and I can like kind of like understand that. I don't know what baseball is in Finnish. I'm not gonna like try to learn anytime soon. But it's just like nothing makes sense. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that no means something else? Yeah, I might be wrong. Well, I'm not wrong about this. This is what Duolingo told me. But no could also still mean no in Finnish. I haven't learned how to say no in Finnish yet. That might be – that's weird to me that that they don't teach you that right away in Duolingo. But that's not my – they're not sponsoring us. I don't care. Um, But, yeah, no means, like, well. And it's, like, no, like, well. Like, like well, are you going to, like – like, it's, like, the question of well. And it's – very fascinating. I'm having a grand time. If anyone wants to know how to say cheers in Finnish, it's kippis. Kippis. It's so fun. I love saying that. I don't know why. That, like, makes a lot of sense to me. That just sounds fun. Um, so cheers would, would make a lot of sense for that. But I'll do everything I can to help you learn. Thank you. Because it's uh, – I don't do well with non-intuitive languages. I don't do well with intuitive languages. Let's be a serious. I. It's a miracle. I can communicate regularly um I, I will say though you are like and and we are the same way because i i have diagnosed you have undiagnosed adhd and we hyper fixate on things i think you would actually like <laughs> feel like you would really dive into this into this world of learning a language if you downloaded duolingo oh probably i assume so because i mean look at how hockey started so you, yeah, it started with a really, really intense but beautiful hyperfixation, and here we are, uh, still hyperfixated on hockey and still being hurt every day by the sport that we love. Yeah, I love that little bitch, that little bird, that little green bird. I haven't seen her on my TikTok in a while. I hope she's well. <laughs> Somebody from their marketing department finally got sick of the shit. They were like, "Can we cut it out? Can we stop?" Or this? got fired. They were just like, got "Fired." It's also a possibility, but. You went one step too far and you made us creepy and we can't, we can't do that. We can't handle that. And we know what you can't handle. And it's probably listening to us talk about Duolingo for even a second longer. So we can move past that and uh, start talking about some hockey folks, I suppose. Uh, So obviously the, the world junior is really the biggest story in hockey right now. Not much else happening. But, you know, obviously some, some fun Blue Jackets news. There's this guy, you know, he wears number 91 now. If you didn't catch the breaking news in our last episode, the most important news of all of hockey last week, it's that Kent Johnson's wearing number 91 for the Columbus Blue Jackets this coming season. Um, so Kent Johnson himself uh, kind of paying a little bit of uh, you know homage to – is it an alma mater if you haven't graduated yet? I don't know how that works. I don't think he's ever going to graduate, but we can call it his. I don't know. I don't know. Some of these players keep going to school, like even after they like it's all virtual and it takes some years. But sometimes they do. He he gave Nick Blankenberg a lot of shit for doing homework on the bus. So I just don't know if. Okay, if Nick Blankenberg, and this is coming from somebody who is like, who works in, and you also have worked in higher ed. If I had a student who was two months, no, not even three weeks like, away from graduating and 
he got drafted or he got signed to play in the NHL. And he was like, oh, I think I'm good on classes. I'd be like, listen up, motherfucker. You're going to get your ass and like, you're going to fu- like, if COVID gave us anything, it's the online classroom. You better find out a way to make this shit work for you. Uh, and he did. He did. So he's a, he has an alma mater, but I don't know if Ken Johnson technically does. Anyway, not the point. Pulls a Michigan. He pulls a Michigan, scores a lacrosse style goal and shook the hockey world. I mean, I, and it's like wild to me just how like common, and I don't want to, like downplay how incredible what he did was but like it is amazing this generation of hockey players and how they're able to and willing to try things like this on the ice on a stage such as the world juniors he pulls it off he's the talk of the hockey world uh, for a day or two uh, which definitely I think makes makes some Blue Jackets fans feel pretty excited about everything that he has to to offer the city of Columbus yeah absolutely and i like i'm sort of indifferent to those sort of like more modern like fancy like obviously they're very cool when they do happen sometimes though they try too hard to make things like that happen and then they fuck things up like in games because you're like like we say a lot of times like you're trying to be too fancy like like you don't sometimes you don't need to be like, sometimes you need to be like Boone Jenner. It can be really dirty. It doesn't look great, but it went in and it's fine. Um, But it is funny to see like, and I don't want to generalize, but like some of the older generation of hockey fans who get real pissed about these like more modern ways of scoring goals. And like, I just think about, Every t- there were a couple of people where I wanted to just reply with gifts of John Tortorella because he made such a stink about um, those types of goals. And it's like it's it's like society in general. Like if you don't progress and if you don't change and if you don't try new things, like you're just gonna die out one day. And like people aren't gonna like want to continue <laughs> to like be involved. <laughs> So things are going to change. I don't know if people, I'm not sure why in the year of our Lord, 2022, that um, people haven't realized that progress is necessary. But I think some people need to like take a chill pill um, or eat an edible if it's legal in your state and uh, not get so like bent out of shape over fancy, funny lacrosse or whatever style goals yeah i (laughs) i love how you like managed to find a way to tie this whole situation back to like a narrative and on society as as a whole (laughs) that is like the most new thing i've ever heard you do on this show anyway (laughs) i do think it was funny like i saw a couple of tweets of like there's a certain ex blue jackets head coach that's just grumbling under his breath and mustache right now and i had to laugh at that because i think there's some validity to it yeah i don't know i don't know how torts would do right now with the guys that the the jackets have (laughs) on the ice something probably probably not great he's definitely better shaped up there in philadelphia but yeah i it has been a lot of fun to watch people continue to react to this. And I think it's kind of like an illustration of what could be for this team in the future. I'm not saying that we're ever going to see Kent Johnson score a, score a Michigan goal with a blue jacket jersey on. Maybe he will. Like, I don't know, but all of that to say, it's just exciting when you've got a player who's got the balls to try it and he's got the, the skill to pull it off. And he's a member of your team. And, like, that's really exciting. I think Blue Jackets fans have every reason to be excited. There was a post on the Blue Jackets subreddit that uh, an Edmonton fan, or maybe they weren't an Edmonton fan. Maybe they just, like, lived in the general area where the World Juniors was taking place. So that after that game, they saw a bunch of what they presumed to be Blue Jackets, like, scouting staff or development staff out at the bar getting sloshed. (laughs) after the game um maybe in part to celebrate the the you know good work that they have done in terms of helping Kent to develop and and just overall making that choice to pick him in 2021 but yeah you have to be excited I love it I'm here for it I think I'm with you like we find beauty in the in-between of 
old school grinded out hockey and this new style of hockey that we're seeing in this new generation of, of stars in the NHL. But I, it's hard to not get excited about stuff like that. And it's good for the sport. Right. I mean, like if you think about like other sports, right. Like the flashiest of flashy players are the ones that are, that are on the face of every marketing campaign for every large sponsor or brand. And, and hockey just doesn't have like a ton of that. And I think this new generation of hockey players is going to change that. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, and Laura, speaking of change, we've got mm-hmm. a fun. Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun on change, but I don't want to just talk about Ken Johnson. Obviously there are other blue jackets who are, who are in uh, the world juniors for basically Czechia. Actually, I don't know why I was going to like say that it was like anybody other than Czechia. It is actually explicitly Czechia, right? Yeah, yeah. So. and they have to be uh, careful because they're like one game away from being eliminated, I think. I feel like I could be speaking out of my ass here, but I felt like Latvia eliminated them. They did in some sense, but not. they fully. also said that they were playing again on Wednesday. Yeah, they might be able to still get in. I don't know exactly what the breakdown is. I'm going to be honest. I'm not an IIHF. Like, what's the term? A wild card. A wild card, yeah. But yeah, no, Latvia did, in some way, shape, or form, I don't know, uh, eliminate them. And Elvis was very excited. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff. I... You have to be excited for... Take a shot every time I've said you have to be excited. Jesus. Anyway... I'll put it down in the I'll put it down in the notes for our next business meeting to remind you to not say that. Thank you. I'll put that right next to yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll be great. We'll work (laughs) together. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, yeah. Latvian hockey, there's been a lot of really positive things for Latvian hockey over the course of the last few years, of course. You know, Matisse Kivlinek being a big part of that and shutting out Canada at, you know, the world championships a couple of years ago and then you know, Latvia now making some noise. Latvia kind of being less of this, like, you know, scrum game that's happening and being a little bit more of, like, an actual competition, <laughs> like, to play against. Czechia loses to them, right? Like, that's, like, why why that, you know, occurs, why Latvia advances to the next round. But, yeah, it's like, it's a lot of fun to see Latvia performing the way they are. And, of course we have some affinity to Latvia with Elvis, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to see this happen. I love an underdog story. It's kind of part of the reason why I'm sad and will continue to be sad about this. The whole like Denmark situation with, you know, Oliver Bjorkstrand playing such a huge role and them qualifying for the Olympics. And then of course the Olympics and the NHL not being able to, you know, happen together. And now we will never like, Oliver Bjorkstrand won't be a Blue Jacket when he's playing for Team Denmark, and, like, that's sad to me. But all of that to say, it's fun. It's fun to watch these countries that don't necessarily have a ton of success on the world stage succeed in this way, and Latvia's doing it. Yeah, I think it's similar to, like, I know I feel this way about certain NHL teams. Like, you get more excited when you see teams – um that haven't had like multiple you know it's fun to see teams that don't win all the time get like noticed or have really good things happen to them and the same with like on the on the world stage these smaller countries who whose programs probably aren't as deep or so new and so they're you know rising up through the ranks and they're getting players that are getting drafted into the nhl and they're getting players that are performing well in these, you know, championship games. And it's fun because it's, it's, and again, we're going back to progress. Um, And if you can't progress and grow, like the game is going to like flutter out and it's not gonna, you know, continue to be this, like a, a high ranking sport that people love and that it's fun to get people involved with. And so, yeah, it's cool. And I agree. I was, super that is one of the things that bums me out about Oliver is that um I was excited because he was so pumped to have helped his home country get to you know this point before the Olympics and 
for him to not be able to go. He was probably the one I felt the worst for that he couldn't go and play for his team. Um, but you know, it's just exciting. It's exciting to see new, new aspects and like, you know, different, different ways of going about things and you should be excited. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) We're annoying. (laughs) Oh, 100% we are, but that's why they're here. Yeah. So David Yurichek is obviously somebody who's playing for team Czechia. No goals, no assists for him so far throughout the tournament, but he's looked pretty good. He looked really good in his first game, had a pretty costly turnover that actually cost Czechia in the game against Latvia. Uh, but in that same game, Stanislav Svotsol had a goal. Martin Reisavi has two goals. And then uh, Pavel, I said, I don't know what I said I thought his name was, but I was so wrong last week. I'm just going to talk The goalie for the Monsters? Yeah, yeah. His, I thought I think it said like his name was Peter or some shit like that or like <laughs> his name is Pavel. His name is definitely is definitely Pavel Kahan. But yeah, I a lot of it's just weird. Like I don't know what it is. Like I like the Czech. Like just having so many Czechs on our team is is wild to me. But a team like that we we're used to seeing, especially for World Juniors, right? Like I, I'm used to thinking about like. Granted, Russia not being able to participate because of the global situation. But then, you know, usually we have some Finnish guys. Usually we have – like, it's just like we don't have any of that right now playing in the World Juniors. And so Finland is good, by the way. Finland on the the international stage is, like, honestly, like, maybe even giving some teams like Canada and the U.S. a run for their money. But, yeah, I will be interested to see how Kent Johnson continues to perform – I hope that Czechia finds a way to get to the quarterfinals. That way we can keep seeing all those guys play. But it doesn't look too great right now. But we'll continue to root for them. But, you know, kind of like I started to to preview a second ago, this episode is going to be a little bit of fun. Again, we're in the dog days of hockey. So we don't have a lot of Blue Jackets things to share with you all. But we did get a fun little idea for this episode specifically from uh you all know them on twitter i am assuming <laughs> if you are a blue jackets fan um but we got this idea from fire the cannon which is at fire but with a one instead of an i the cannon and they tweeted if you could run the cbj for 24 hours what would you do so <laughs> it's such an ambitious like question and it obviously is. you'd have to bend some of the, and I don't know if about, about your list, but like some of the things on my list, you'd have to bend the confines of time and space to fit them into 24 hours, but you could at oh, least well. get the process going. Interesting. I Interesting. I love that. Some of my favorite responses to the tweet itself uh, were trade Bemstrom for McDavid. Love it. Good. Is this also a dream world? If you could figure that out. Um, somebody <laughs> said, actually shoot cannonballs out of the cannon. That feels dangerous. Don't know how much I love that. Um, Grant Clitsum, one day contract, retire the jersey. With the crowd chanting, get some Clitsum, as the banner rises to the rafters. I love it. I know you do. In retrospect, how old was I when Grant Clitsum played for the Blue Jackets? And I remember like me and my dad. <laughs> joking about that and there's a lot of irony in that um (laughs) just just saying um somebody said give myself season tickets for life i can respect that that feels right season tickets get yourself a boss my friend a box my friend like let's, let's like let's step it up a notch but i think Oh my gosh, I cannot find where this was, but somebody said simply I I would say no. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But I digress. So we're here to give you the four things. We we both came up with four things that we would do in our 24-hour reign as Blue Jacket Supreme. Right. And this isn't just like general manager. This is like we control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like All we are, it. we snap of the finger Thanos ass shit get to control the destiny of our favorite team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I, I think we both have like a mixture of like 
funny, serious things. I mean, let's be honest. Like, we always present the serious with a funny undertone. But uh, obviously in this episode, we have a little bit of both. And so, Laura, I'm going to be rude. And go first. I am going to make you go first. Oh, you're going to make me go first. I am. I am. Mostly because I feel like you will get more satisfaction if we agree. And I'm the one that gets to break that news to you as opposed to vice versa. Do you not get satisfaction when we agree? No, I actually live for the moments that we disagree. It's great. It's great content. It's great fodder. This is the dynamics of our friendship, ladies and gentlemen, is he lives for us to disagree and I live for us to agree. But we work. It's fine. We find a way. So I'm doing a funny one because we did decide that we were both like 50-50 out of our four, like funny. Yeah, so we'll, go, we'll start with funny and then we'll just alternate. Okay, let's see. Okay, this one is funny, <laughs> mainly because my option is kind of stupid now that I thought about it. But I would, not that I don't love him because I do love him. He's my absolute like A number one, but... I would give Stinger a secondary mascot that's not Boomer. I don't know what it would be yet. I have some ideas. But I think it would be cool to return to a secondary mascot. Um, And right now my two leading options are like a soldier, obviously, but like not like just a dude, like the actual like it's a head, like He's a he's a full on mascot person, not just like a guy in a in a uniform. My other one, which is kind of stupid, and I think we may have talked about this before. Oh my cannonball. god! Cannonball! Cannonball! Jesus Christ! I I just think a cannonball with little shoes and like an eye and like not an eye, two eyes, like, and even maybe like sparks coming out the back because you're like shooting the cannibal and be tail you want sparks make- coming out of a cannibal's ass crack <laughs> it also- oh no i can't say it because it would- some people actually liked it but i did see something where i sent it to you i was like i don't enjoy this because it looks uh sexual um but or no sparks out the back but just like i think it would be super cute super cute to just it would be very height restrictive <laughs> no you can't have a cannibal with long ass fucking legs <laughs> you just can't <laughs> the cannibal thing is so cliche like it's so like kitschy i don't hate that i don't hate don't that don't say i'm cliche that's not nice I, I meant i meant kitschy um i cannot forgive you for saying not boomer I don't enjoy him. I don't know why. I don't know, like, <laughs> what about, like, I don't know what piece of Blue Jackets folklore that, like, like, what what about that just doesn't, like. I, okay, I would it. maybe reconsider the situation with Boomer if it was a different costume. I hate that costume. How do, like you, a weird... how, how do you make a cannon not look like a dick? You can't. Like, there's no way to not make <laughs> there that. There has happen. to be another way. I just, maybe it's because it's inflatable. Like, I just, I don't. His weird mustache. Like, I just don't. I, will I don't the like mustache. it. I don't know what, like, generation we were going with one Boomer. I'm not mad about it. I mean, I, honestly, maybe that was, like, maybe they were ahead of their time. But I spent months trying to decide if I even wanted a cannon tattoo on my forearm because I thought people would just think that I was trying to say something else about myself. Like, I, it's like, there's no, like... But it's not like you have Boomer tattooed on yourself. I want you to roll up your sleeve now because for people who oh, haven't seen your cannon tattoo. Right now, I feel like, like, it's all oh, this upside down. It's upside down. Um, you have, like, a legit cannon. It's not like it can be perceived as something else, but... Yeah, I'm sorry. I know that that hurts your heart because I know that you love Boomer so much, but I just, I'm not a fan. Okay. So I'll go next. (laughs) I would bring back Boomer. (laughs) Is that literally on your list? Is that literally on your list? Of course it is. It's tied into like, like not a total rebrand, but like it's tied into shifting to a place where the primary logo does feature the civil war canon it's more like 
and I know that there was discourse on Twitter about that man who did not understand that the Ohio flag was in the Blue Jackets logo. Like, I get it. Like, I don't want to, like, not that I dislike our current logo. It's fine. But, like, I love the homage to, like, what the city and what the, like, what the name of the team is actually about. And, again, it's not to say that the current logo doesn't do that, but I think that the canon does a better job. And I think that, like, the the word marking that kind of, like, feels like Union Soldiery is good. The colors are good of that motif. And I just am such a fan of that whole brand. And that would be the first thing. Like, I mean, like, I don't even know if that's, like, it literally might be the first thing I do. Because I've also always said this. If I ever, like, like, that Mega Millions that was, like, over a billion dollars, the first thing I would do, and nobody could talk me out of it, is I would buy, like, a, a, like a single-A or a triple-A baseball team. So not a lot of money. Like the Savannah Bananas? Sure. Yeah, exactly. And I would do exactly that, right? Like, I would, like, change the brand of the team every few years because I just think that shit is so fun. Like, I just think that's awesome to, like, new logo. And I'm not saying you need to do a new logo every year. Don't get me wrong. But, like, new, like, just, like, refreshing every few years. Make people spend their money. Do all this kind of stuff. Generate revenue. It's such a good idea. I don't know why other people don't do it. I think every team should change their their branding at least once every five years, period, across the board. Like, there are some exceptions, like, some of the, like, hands-off franchises. But, like, let's be honest. Like, we've been around since 2000. I'm not, like, married to, to anything at this point with the branding, aside from the name. And the location. And the lo- Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tied to that. Tied to that for sure. Don't change that. Nobody change that. At least. Uh, so, yes, that is my... That is my next one. Well, that's my wow. first one. I should have seen this coming. I knew when I said, and literally my notes say, not boomer <laughs> on them. Mine say explicitly boomer. So here we are. As as they should. So now we're doing like a serious one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is, mine's, this is just kind of boring, but it's just something that me as like a statistical person, not really, but like gets worried about contracts and things is I would I would resign Gavrikov. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you would just be like here's the contract if you don't mind signing. Well I mean I did come up with like an offer because I, I did tell you that you should be proud because earlier today I was on Cap Friendly trying to like look at some things and figure out what our next couple of years look like. Which next year doesn't get really dicey. It's like the following two years that we have to figure some shit out. Um, but obviously, Gabby is going to become an unrestricted free agent um, at the end of this coming season. So I would like to get him just like on the books. I know some people are like hot and cold with him, but I really like him. And I think we're just getting like, because he's still really young in, in some ways, like we're just getting to like the prime of his potential. So I was like looking at some different things and like how much we're paying our defensemen and how much he would maybe want for an extension. Um, And so I would, you're going to hate this. I just, I just think you're going to hate this. I would re-sign him for three years, 4.5 million AAV. Why would I hate that? I don't know. I just felt like you wouldn't like it. No, I don't mind that. I don't think he's going to make any less than $5 million. So if you could find a way to get him to four and a half. And I just thought based on like, because Gabranson is making four, as we all know, as, as everyone hates. Oh, yeah, wait, he makes four? I didn't know. I had no idea. <laughs> um, and he's. <laughs> no, no he's, idea. I had no idea. I never heard anybody <laughs> complain about it. He's uh, four years older than Gabby. So, like, I was like, he, you know, Gabby clearly has, like, more prime years on his contract. So, he's going to want to make more than him. And I was going to do, like, because he's making 2.8 right now. And I was going to do, like, a full solid 2 million bonus. But then I was like, he almost likes to negotiate too much. Um, So, I went with 4.5. So, three years, 4.5. What? You are the one. Yarma does not matter. Oh, that's true. But I just met in like real life. That's fair. That's fair. I do appreciate that you had that forethought. Okay, so this is funny. 
<laughs> because I'm glad I made you go first because it's like, are you lot. trading Gavricom? <laughs> Shut Not up. Really, I said trade either. <laughs> Vladislav Gavrikov or Jake Bean. I, I wrote that. Interesting. Yeah, I. It's just like I like the the Vladislav Gavrikov thing. I live in a world where I'd rather have him. Don't get it twisted. Would rather him be able to jagger than not. I almost wonder, if, like from a PR perspective, how much I would like want to manage that potential risk of him not resigning after like all the positive momentum of everything that happened in this offseason in terms of Patrick Line signing a little bit longer term, in terms of Johnny Goudreau deciding that he wants to lock up his like basically like finish his career in Columbus. Like he's gonna be 36 when his contract ends. Um so like for those reasons and from a PR perspective, I almost wonder if it would be better. The return would be really I think pretty good. Like I don't think it would be bad. And you're going into a draft year like 2023 where you've got some really quality prospects across the board like it's not even just i mean like it's a deep draft from everything that people say and so that like kind of is why i'm on the vladislav gavrikov train the jake bean thing is mostly because if you look at this team in the next couple of years like you're just not really like you you start to run out of places which is funny because we've said for how long that like the blue line here is not great. But when you look at the, the team in two or three years and you think of players like Corson Kuhlmans, David Juracek, Denton Matejchuk, finding their way into this lineup, who's where is there, like, room, right, for guys like like Jake Bean, unless he, like, really takes a huge step forward. And that's also, I mean, there's nothing guaranteed about Denton Matejchuk. There's nothing guaranteed about David Juracek or Corson Kuhlmans. But, I mean, I probably – probably safe to say two out of the three of them are probably going to be NHLers, like just playing the odds game, right? And and so you've got to thin out the defense. I think you get the – I think you get what you can out of it, and if that means that you have to trade Vladislav Gavrikov, then so be it. I think the bigger thing is I would have to make a trade. I would have to make a trade as the person in charge of the team because that sounds fun. Does it not sound fun to you to be like – just a curiosity, like if – like what would you give me for this person? Like, it's sick, actually, a little bit, that, like, that is, like, the first thing that comes to my mind. But I oftentimes replay the video of um, Kyle Dubas, I was forgetting his name, uh, the Toronto Maple Leaf GM, talking to Yarmo Kekalainen about the Nick Foligno trade in the Amazon special that they did with the Maple Leafs. And that's just so badass. Like, it is so fun to watch that. I love it. I love it. It's also everything. just so fun to watch him be afraid of Yarmo. Like it's just it just it makes you feel good because he's our general manager and like people are afraid of him in like a good way. People are afraid of him in a good way. But do you know what people don't have to be afraid of? DraftKings. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be afraid at all, friends. What you do need to be afraid of though, if you're in central Ohio, is the fact that college football. It's back, and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, October has something to say. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly win or lose. Hold on. Did I say win or lose? I did. I did say win or lose. If that's not enough action for you, you can also place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout just combine multiple bets into one like which team will get the win which team will score first and more so if you really think that cj stroud is going to have a great game and you're on higher state fan you think he's going to throw for three touchdowns but you also think that they're going to be that team that catholic school in indiana i don't remember the name of it um notre dame something like that uh, then you can do that. You can you can take that same game parlay. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and bet just $5 on college football and get 
hundred dollars in free bets instantly that's code thpn only at DraftKings sportsbook 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdictions eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for terms and resources gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in tennessee call or text the tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369 one per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as $825 free bets. Man, they haven't had me say Ho Penny in a while. It's the first Ho Penny we've had in a while. Yeah, I, I, I missed it. It almost caught me. Hope New York. Ho Penny. I'm an idiot. The first time I did that, I was like, what's it's going okay. on? This is, again, this is also why I prefer that you read also me talking about sports betting it would just not sound sincere in the slightest so fair enough but laura tossing it back to you my friend give us your next fun action as a blue jackets supreme ruler i was realizing as i was reading my last two that they're actually kind of both fun but one's a little bit more like grown up Okay. I say so, but my next fun one is you know, we a lot of what we hope to do with our show is like grow community and like really be some part of a way to like and like make the fan experience better and like obviously get more fans and like find things that draw people to our team and to our games and all that sort of stuff. So, like. This next one I like really focused with like tweaking some things during like the games themselves. I'm hating um, that like we're both going in the same order of like things because my next one's definitely about like. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm telling everyone actually, there are moments in Jeremy and I's lives and friendship together that truly speak to the fact that even if we didn't meet when we were working at Otterbein together, we would have found each other. Somehow, like, somehow it just would have happened because there's just too many things. I think that the universe would not be able to keep us apart. It's just, it's ridiculous. Correct. But including hockey related things, obviously. But so my first, the first, this is like my, my plan. The first part of my plan is we're putting a cannon in every corner. So four cannons around the arena. Oh, shit. Okay. I yeah. don't know what that's going to sound like. We don't need to. That's not our but problem. I, but I like hours. the idea. That's all you got. There's like a cannon in every corner. And then absolutely getting rid of the chili chant. I've said mm. it before. It ruins things. Because honestly, and up until this this past year, it was kind of a rare occurrence that we would get three or more goals. Yeah. And so when the crowd is really like amped because we got three goals and then to just have that terrible, terrible chance come and just kill, just kill the energy. I think sometimes that's why we lose games. Because it just it just just sucks the energy, <laughs> just sucks the energy out of everything. And given up three more goals, than scored, <laughs> and right? it just we can't move forward after the chili chant. So absolutely, just murder the chili chant. Um, and then I would, as inspiration, but do it like way better because we talked about it on the show months ago. But when we went to Detroit uh, to watch the Blue Jackets play. And we were just, like, so impressed with, like, their lights and, like, how their banners came up and down and all this sort of stuff. I would do a full upgrade to our, like, lighting, like, presentation situation. Yeah. Um, make it so much cooler. Like, have things that, like, project everywhere, but you can see them really clearly. Like, it's not just, like, stars and twinkly lights. Um, and just give that a full upgrade so it's, like, a real... It's a real presentation before a game starts and like at every intermission that people people get back to their seats on time so that they can see the presentation. And I'm going to make the banners come down from the ceiling. Like they just have to. Like they just have to come out of the little things and 
I'm sorry, Detroit, but I'm stealing that idea. Um, and then lastly, making myself the DJ because I can't anymore yeah. with the DJ in the arena. And I know that he's on Twitter and I know someone's probably going to be like, they were talking shit about you. And sir, I respect you as a DJ, but I just can't with your selections of music sometimes. And I think I did read somewhere that someone said that the music at Nationwide is the worst during hockey games. It's so, I get it. So I would make myself the DJ. And if I turned out to be shit to you, which is probably the case, I would hire like Steve Aoki or some. I'll see you rich, rich. Yeah, I can do yeah. anything um, to be the DJ, but just be better, better music. Yeah. Okay, so follow-up question, because I had the same thought about, and it's, like, also partially involved in mine, too. Would you feel better about the Chili Chant? I've wanted this for years. If it was, because right now it's, for those about to rock, fire, we salute you. Da -da 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 -da. Chili, would you feel better if it was, for those about to rock, fire, we salute you. Like, what? And then, like, right before the puck starts to drop, do the da 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 chili like do you know what I mean like so it doesn't break up the like chanting? Maybe I, I have to like I want to yeah I would have to try it. Um, I also and I didn't say this. I also want to see the numbers on the chili thing. I want to see how many people actually get free chili. It has to be afterwards. So it has to be like five people every time. If that. okay, so. I'm here to fix that for you. Mm -hmm. My next well, one is all make it about, Wendy's chili. Yeah, that us. That us. <laughs> that's my plan. Okay, so for one, yes, because first of all, like, who's going to like? I will tell you when they used to do, and I think they do. They might still do this in some ways. Um, anything with like the Tim Hortons and like the coffee or the donut, if you win. I would get the coffee. Like I would do that. And it's because it just felt more accessible. It was not like going into a sit down restaurant to order a chili. Like I've never, like I've never been in, in interested in wasting that kind of time. drive throughs Right. drive throughs and like fast things are Correct. more convenient for people. Correct. And so my whole third one is all about being a hockey fan in Columbus and what that means. And mine also includes a lot of things. So I do want to also throw that out there. So a lot of people, I'm kind of swaggerjacking some ideas here because if you've ever been to lower.com field, you know that like a lot of everything in the stadium is like very local. It's very much like that kind of a vibe. But I also want to recognize that like in the NHL, large scale partnerships, like partners with like large scale sway are really important but i have really great news there are so many large ass companies that were founded in headquartered in columbus so we have no excuse folks to have n no buy-in from these people so pizza provider in the arena not my preference probably if you told me that i could pick from any pizza thing it's Donato's. And that's the money. That's the money talking. If you gave me a real choice, it's Mikey's Late Night Slice. But the money is what it is. Donato's comes back and replaces Jets. Uh, the chili, as we talked about, it's Wendy's. It just is. Period. Per. Done. Uh, ice cream provider? Perry's? Um, it's time for Jenny Brittenbauer to flex her shit in the arena. Like those are the kind of things. And that, I guess is like a little bit more of a smaller and like not as like major company, but. But Jenny's is like nationwide. Like you is. can get Jenny's everywhere. And so I don't, I don't think that's as niche as some other things. So I, I Jenny's, I think we can definitely like go for that. So the fan experience, it gets better. It gets even better from here. So all the things that you mentioned, upgrades to every, like, I will say the team has made some efforts. Like I actually kind of like the pregame presentation now with like the black and white. I know it'll be different next year, but like ending it where they did with like kind of like the edm kind of like vibe. And then like the, the black and white lights and the black and white 
logo and all that kind of stuff. That was actually like I kind of enjoyed that. Like that was probably the most hype for a Blue Jackets game I've been seeing that in the pregame. So highly love that. It hasn't happened yet, but it will happen soon. And I am going to take the steps to make sure that it is the most state-of-the-art facility in the world. I forget what it's called now, but do you know the <laughs> do you know the bar on the first floor on the main concourse? Where they sometimes do the like season ticket holder open houses before a game, the pregames. Oh yeah, it's the um I've cried in that bar before. Yeah, um, twice, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um And it's not like a normal bar that you would cry at. It's like No, is it why do I want to think it's it's not Great Lakes? I don't know is why it, I thought it was like the Labatt Blue something at some point. I don't know if it is anymore. Anyway. It's after it's after some beer and i'm sure a million people are yelling it's the blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah no they, they certainly are well it doesn't matter what it is now because it's changing and i'm changing it that bar is turning into a premier sports book bar oh so that way when gamble like when sports gambling and sports betting in the state of ohio becomes legal and becomes regulated you're going to be able to go in you're going to be able to put bets on who scores the next blue jackets goal you're going to be able to go in you're going to be able to bet just generally like on all the other things you would bet out of the sports book right and it could be sponsored for DraftKings. i don't know like maybe they can get in on that but all that to say it's going to be fucking hype and then on your seats right like you're going to have like the ability you can bet in game you can do all these kind of things we're going to make sure that that we're going to get a jump on that, and that is going to be a premier sports betting facility in Nationwide Arena. The powers that be, if you're listening and you know that this is happening in the state of Ohio, start thinking about it because you know I'm right. And finally, for the fan experience, and perhaps the biggest thing I would do as the overlord of the Blue Jackets. Yes. I would walk over to a building. I think they call it the horseshoe. Mm. And I would do one of two things. I would, one, fight somebody. <laughs> or two, because I can do whatever I want, pay to winterize the plumbing at that fucking stadium so that way the Columbus Blue Jackets faithful, the fifth line, could experience a fucking winter classic. I love that idea. I am building the groundwork for the best fan experience in all of the National Hockey League. I agree. I would, I would happily freeze my ass off at a winter classic. I'll be frustrated as hell. I don't even care. I don't even care. That is my third thing as the overlord of the Blue Jackets. Wow. I like I like I like all of those things. Those Thank are you. I didn't even think about that um, with outdoor games, but that's, I think you may be winning in the fan experience changes over me. So, well, that's just because I kept adding to the list. There's like fucking eight <laughs> things. Like, there's like, yeah, we started this out with like, we're each going to do four things. And then tonight I was like, mine are kind of like concepts that include a plan. <laughs> yeah, talking, right? That like Laura's given a number and she's like, ah, well, how about instead? Three stars? Fuck you, eight. Hey, I'll be it's better. Sorry, five. It's fine. Okay, so for my last one, and... You know, I'm super into like aesthetics. I am very like I like things to look a certain way. I like things to look like engaging. And, you know, if you should see sometimes because I haven't said it on here in a while, but I, I bake a lot in my free time, my side hustle. And I always show Jeremy stuff that I'm practicing and like cookies drive me absolutely crazy because I need cookies to like look certain ways before I will like either sell them or offer them to anyone because I just aesthetics are really important to me. Um, and so my fourth thing is I would give like a, a an upgrade or a, a remodel to the two plazas outside of the arena because like obviously once you get like right there in front of the arena and even like 
a little bit on, I think, Front Street, um, you can see that the Blue Jackets play there. But, like, if we want to, like, grow and, like, get more people excited, like, we really need to, like, expand our presence a little bit. And I'm obviously not talking about, like, spreading it fully into, like, Huntington Park or, like, you know, there, but there is an area where we exist. And so, like, I would want to, like, put up big banners along those, like, streets that are right there and, like, along the corridor that you walk that has, like, Buca de Beppo, those places, and, like, obviously make sure that those currently empty shop fronts are, like, have, like, places like other bars or, you know, restaurants and stuff like that or even, like, shops that would stay up, you know, like a late night, like coffee situation for people that don't drink, like things like that. Um, and have like big banners and like things that say the blue jackets. Um, but then in the front, like the front plaza, what you would consider like the main entrance, um, I would want to put a big water feature, like, a big fountain. I love a water feature. It's like my favorite thing. I'm a Pisces. It's fine. Um, so like a, a big water feature in some way that like on game nights, like it would light up like red and blue and like, there'd be like a little show situation. Like every time we scored at home, like if you were outside, like the fountain would do, would do something like um, just to like draw people into that area and then in the back plaza, which is the one by the arch, I would, like, want to do, like, some statues, like, some more, like, interactive may not be the right word, but, like, just stuff, like, more of a living history of the team. Because, obviously, they do a great job inside the arena of, like, covering the history of the team, but, like, um, maybe have, like, a statue of Mr. McConnell, like just have more information about like the special story of bringing hockey to Columbus and like all this sort of stuff. So that people who have maybe never gone to a game, but could learn about why it's like cool and exciting, you know, outside of the arena. And then um, I wouldn't get rid of a uh, Tim Hortons. I would move the Tim Hortons somewhere else, but in that specific location where the Tim Hortons is, because I thought this was the coolest thing when we went to Detroit, I would put a like restaurant right there, like a real like pregame restaurant um, that has its own like entrance into the arena. So you could go in there and then immediately go into the game. Like, and I'm not sure what kind of food it would be. I liked the food that we had. It was kind of like upscale, like bar food situation. So like things that don't necessarily take a long time, but like are still good, but have like, it have all this like strictly blue jackets memorabilia. Like it would be like the epitome of like a blue jacket specific sports bar restaurant situation. So, but yeah, just making that whole area that nationwide exists in no, like without a doubt that that's where the blue jackets play. I love it. I love it. Laura, those are four, Really stellar ideas. I mean, that means seven. <laughs> Shut up. Yours are like seven. I did, the, I did the same thing. Yeah, no, I can't even give you shit. So, as you mentioned, my last one did a number for fan experience, right? Mm-hmm. Number four, selfish. Number four is about me. Number four is about nobody else. It's my last wish. And I can't wish for more wishes. So my last wish is purely, absolutely selfish. And it is that I will be requesting a full printed out log of all the things that almost happened, could have happened, maybe might happen. I want to know all the dirty on everything Columbus Blue Jackets. And I want all of that information printed to me and available to me even after my 24 hours. So you want all the tea, all the like yeah. secret behind all the, the scenes. I want you, behind the battle. Nope, 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 nope. More than that. I want it all. I want all of it. 
I want to know what was said in the team meeting that the Blue Jackets had in Vancouver the year that they ended up making the playoffs and finding a way to beat Tampa in in the sweep. I want to I want to hear those things. I want to know what the situation. Why I want to know the conversation about Bob getting suspended that one season. I want to know. I want to know what the actual interaction was with Jeff fucking Carter and how that whole thing went down. I want to know the same thing with Adam. Like, I want to know all of it. I want to know every single piece of detail on all of it. I want to know who we almost drafted. I want to know like who like was the next person on the list. I want to know everything. I want to stew in the misery that could have been. And I want to celebrate the things that didn't happen that would have sucked. That's what I want to do. I want all of that info. I want to know it all. And I won't tell anybody. Wow. Not even me? Guys, he has to tell me. I don't know. I might not. At least tell me what the tarmac conversation was Yeah, I might with Bob. Yeah. That's I would, really I would, what I want to know. But I want to know, like, what was the tea with, like, Brandon Dubinsky and John Tortorella? What was, like, like... Was there really some, like, beef in the locker room that last year between, like, the younger guys and that older group? Like, I want to know everything. You know what? Okay, no. There's a second thing that you have to tell me. I need to know the PLD situation. Oh, don't worry, baby. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Like, I need to know. I'll go to the presses with that one. That sounds right. Yeah, I'll go to the presses for that one. But... Wow, this is fun. I think, we both had, fun. I think we both had some really good ideas. And uh, speaking of things that we need to go to the presses for, obviously there's not a lot happening, but we still try to bring you really great things. And there's nobody better than Laura Norman to tell you about all of those good things. If you want to have a conversation about Patrick Liney shaving his head, let's have it. <laughs> we can have it on Twitter and Instagram. Laura, where can they do that? Absolutely. Especially since Jeremy is super busy right now. Um, if you see us yeah, on any social media, that? it is me. It is full on me. Um, so I will tell you though, spoiler, not really a spoiler. I don't know why I said spoiler. I did almost tweet about uh, Vorchek's and Boquist's birthday today. But I didn't. Oh, I like had yeah. it. I had it typed out, and I was looking to see if I could find a Blue Jackets gif that had both of them in it, and I couldn't. And so that's mm. why I like gave up hope. And I was like, Laura will do this. Like I know that Laura is not missing. A I was gonna say you're not. You're not usually the one that like does the, the birthday or like the. I think I was just really surprised that there were two today. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. There is apparently, because the Blue Jackets post, there is apparently a picture of the two of them together, but I did not think to Google, is there a picture of, you know, Adam Boquist and Jakob Voracek together? That seemed very specific. Um, So, yes. But yeah, most things that occur on our social media um, over the course of the rest of August and into September will be me unless it's like something major that like statistics are needed. Um, Jeremy will do that, but most of the other stuff, it's me. So anyway, so if you want to see um, any of the stuff that I'm putting out on our social media, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at subjectively pod. You can follow us on Facebook at subjectively speaking Uh, If you want to learn more about Jeremy and I and how we started the show, our hockey story, all that sort of stuff, you can check out our website, website, subjectlyspeaking.com. If you want to financially help us um, in regards to like any of the big dreams that we have and like the big plans and like us going to Finland and stuff like that. Learning Finnish, damn it. He is learning Finnish and he's going to teach me, so... That'll be, he deserves it enough. Um, You can go to our merch, our brand new merch store, um, subjectivelymerch.com. It currently has uh, just our Here's Johnny um, merchandise in it, but I'm going to work because I have much more free time. I'm going to work on getting all of our other merch um, up there soon so that you can get the full gamut of awesome designs from our incredible. uh, d- designer Stephen Kanicki. I don't know why I just lost my mind there for a second, but our incredible graphic designer Stephen Kanicki. And 
Ooh, I don't have to say, but I will say, um, and I think I can speak for Jeremy on this as well. I want to say just like a big, 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 big thank you for everyone who voted and put up with our annoying posts uh, for us for the Columbus, Columbus Podcast Awards. Uh, voting ended last Friday, and we don't know anything yet, and obviously it will uh, keep you updated if we do hear anything or win anything, but we just like really appreciate all of you and like we said it was such an honor to be nominated and and it would be you know fucking sick to win but we shall see it's in the fates of numbers at this point so so big thank you for that um and then lastly you can rate review and subscribe to our show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on especially if you are listening on apple Podcasts. scroll on down hit five stars it is our favorite number Um, And again, we don't know how the algorithm works. We just know that stars and comments and subscriptions and whatnot helps us uh, rise up in the hockey podcast charts and helps to grow our little community. And there's so many more new ones of you right now. So like, let's bring in some more friends. Um, So yeah, so just make sure and we're trying to get to 50, like in, I would say before the season starts, we're at 47 right now. So if there's three of you out there, I just want to click five stars. We really love that. Um, But other than that, we just love and appreciate you guys so much. That we do. And until we get the chance to talk to you all next time, you don't want to miss all the crazy shit the Blue Jackets might do between now and next week. We'll figure out something else fun to talk about. But until then, take care of yourselves, and we'll talk very soon. Bye.